0: Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. joining us today. Hey, dude. Welcome to The Suck. So
1: Mom. Let
0: me go. have you been partying? A
1: little bit. Oh, I wanna big man. Who do you want to be, Mason? What do you want to do? Listening to Movie Sucktastic.
0: Okay. I just, just for the love, for the love of fucking God. How deflated
1: just, do we sound?
0: I just, you know, I was ready to rail against the machine, and now I'm just ready to lie in front of the fucking train. I, I'm just. I mean, it's just there's only so much of this film I can take, let alone like trying to launch into it three yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just want to. Where did we cut off when the uh, your computer shit the bed for the second time? Um. The last thing you heard me saying, I was talking about IMDb.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, you said it was eight point one on IMDb.
0: Yeah, and ninety
1: eight percent Rotten Tomatoes, and that people just absolutely love it.
0: And I don't get it. And I'm I'm looking through the, the comments on IMDb to try to find somebody, uh, see if, if there are other people like us who just don't understand why everybody's raving about this film. And my favorite review was uh, this one guy just posted. I just took a twelve minute shit. You guys want to give that an 10 ten? Eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, i was like you know for me that was that was fucking gold right there that just sums up my entire frustration with oh yeah i i mean it's like magnolia this is magnolia all over again everybody raving about magnolia and i watch it like, uh,
1: all right hold on do not <laughs> do not compare this to magnolia
0: <laughs> it's the exact that is that is way. that is
1: still a review that's coming down the pipeline Maybe we can do a Paul Thomas Anderson, kind of like, maybe two, three films. Uh, you know, just Boogie Nights. Maybe we could do Inherent Vice, his new film. There that, Will Be Blood. Maybe we could throw... We can do a whole kind of resume of his films. But and, please, don't that, do that to Magnolia.
0: Add Magnolia to the, li- the list of the Scott versus Joey shows. The, the,
1: the only thing that these two films have in common is the fucking runtime. Okay? That's now, it.
0: The overblown hype of a film that doesn't deserve it. That's what I'm talking about here. Um,
1: well, alright. If you're just basing it on that, according to you, yeah, yeah, most people really enjoyed Magnolia. Whether or
0: not you agree with me, you know what I'm saying.
1: I know what you're saying now.
0: Yes. Uh, now, you want to talk a little bit about Linklater getting into this review of yeah, the nominated film? Of, uh, this film was nominated not only for Best Picture, but Best Fucking Screenplay. Really? Best original screenplay. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, this is up for best writing. Uh huh.
1: Patricia yeah. Arquette. She um. She's also nominated for best actress or supporting actress.
0: Can can, can I can I tell she you? She better about, not walk
1: away with anything because she is not that good in this movie.
0: She, she gets it. She better fucking run. <laughs> can 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 I tell you the the number? When, I, when I'm when I'm leaping through these Rotten Tomato reviews and these IMDb reviews. And these people just, just, uh, just jerking off over this film. Can I can I tell you the one thing that it, it, that's irritating the living shit out of me? What's that? The big, big cheer about this film, trying, trying to ignore, trying to, trying to deflect from the fact that the only reason this film is getting any kind of uh, acclaim is because it was shot over twelve years and you were getting to watch a right. kid grow up.
1: Yeah, uh, I mentioned that last week, and you're right on the money. it, it yeah. just it, it's it's nominated for its accomplishment only.
0: And and everybody's trying to deflect that, so that's not. It doesn't, look like, it doesn't look like they they got they bought into the gimmick. And everybody, and every single review, every single person that's praising this film says, it's 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 so real. Yeah. It's like the dialogue's real, and you believe they're real people. It's yeah. Stiff. It's Dialogue real, is stiff. It's real fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's so real. It's like real life. Boring. It's it's real, yeah. It's so fucking real, I'm falling a fucking sleep.
1: And they take you in a couple of directions where they make you, make you think. I mean, this is like in the film's infancy, too. They make you think something's going to happen, and nothing ever does.
0: Dude, I started having vivid fantasies every 15 minutes in the film. Uh, you 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 have no idea. I'm I'm, just, I'm watching, and then like like they show the like they show them like spray painting under the bridge under the bridge. I'm like, all right, and now they're gonna find a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and then or then later on when when Elle, uh, By the way, uh, Patricia Arquette's character. What 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 the hell is her name? I lost my page. I had all the facts right in front of me. What's what's the character's name? Uh, m- uh, bad mom. I, I bad, bad but yeah,
1: like uh, bad decision maker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, her name is just mom. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, that it's she, that original.
0: She doesn't fucking deserve a name. Uh, <laughs> d- dad, mom, and dad don't have names. Um, uh, my one of the, my favorite things. Although
1: the, they do refer to Ethan Hawke as Mason Senior,
0: but he's he, but in the credits he's dad.
1: He's just dead,
0: right? I, I and they
1: might they might refer to her in her real name, uh, but God, if I remember,
0: I, I one of the big sells for me is talk about you know an engrossing film come watch Patricia Arquette drive every man she marries to drink <laughs> literally every every guy that get that she you know manages a snag within 5 years they're just like they're they're just trying to drown their fucking life in a, a vodka bottle or a beer keg that's it <laughs> every every one of her relationships ends with hey you want to know another thing that's fucking
1: oh i i love her second husband where she's crying in the garage, and she's like, get in the house! The boys come home, get in the house! And he's like, what's going on, Mom? He says, your mother fell, and she's being all dramatic about it.
0: <laughs> and everybody's praising this film for the writing. Oh, it's so, yeah, everything, everything's like so real. and It's, it's Everything's telegraphed as fucking shit. The, the, she marries the guy, the, the, the husband, like the, the professor, is like, oh, okay, right. this is going to happen. And then, like... One of the next scenes you see is him pouring himself a drink, and like, oh, <laughs> he's pouring himself a drink. I wonder where this is gonna lead. And it's just, you got to be fucked. Of course, he's gonna end up be a fucking alcoholic. But yeah, there's the scene too where he pulls up to the liquor store with the kids. Like, I'm just gonna go in in case we have like the company this weekend. It walks in the liquor store. I'm waiting for like <laughs> yeah. blood to hit the window. Next thing you know, that like there's like a coroner's investigation. And
1: one kid leans to the other, and goes, "He says that every weekend." Yeah.
0: <laughs> But we never, have, for, we, never have, we never have visitors i'm waiting for him to molest one of the kids uh, exactly
1: no. oh, every after... single turn oh. of this movie like when they're old when they're uh, old not uh, yeah, the other teenagers 12 13 years old uh-huh. they're at some uh, some one of the older kids he's like a senior uh, junior they're <laughs> at like his about? house and they're like chopping wood with you know pu- karate kicking it and at the end
0: The whole time,
1: you think something's going to happen.
0: Well, the one part, they're taking, like, saw (coughs) blades and throwing them in the, like, sheetrock. Like sheetrock, yeah. like, oh, someone's going to end up with that in the fucking head. Someone's going to end up with their head. They're going to have to make a blood pact. Right. Billy's going to come knock at the door. You better not totally, buddy, Mason. And Mason's going to have this moral dilemma. No. No. Mason's moral dilemma is, should I do my homework? Fuck you.
1: Right. It's like, you think someone's going to lose a fucking eye, finger, whatever. Then... At the very, very end of that scene, you're thinking, all right, this is where shit's going to go down. Because he has the kid hold up a board, okay? If we had video, we don't have video tonight. But he's holding the board up probably maybe six or eight inches away from his own face and chest. And the one kid says, I call this the death punch. (laughs) He punches through the wood end scene and it's just that's it no one gets hurt he I mean, doesn't the kid doesn't end up with a shard of 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 wood in his heart like nothing
0: even <laughs> even even earlier we're like yeah we're gonna have some whores coming over later it's like oh one of them's gonna be his, his sister and there's gonna be awkwardness yeah or maybe maybe he, like he ends up getting a venereal disease when these girls or knocks her up and that's gonna be a whole thing no no, that's not going to happen, because that would be something interesting in this fucking miserable life that we're watching. Yeah. Um, what was the other part where, where uh, Dad takes them to his new wife's uh, parents' house for the weekend? And oh, yeah he he, He's like, come <laughs> on, I bought you a shotgun, we're going to teach y'all kids how to shoot. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, someone's going to get shot accidentally, there's going to be an accident. And
1: they're you know? all responsible. It's like what
0: the fuck? Or Grandpa's gonna get liquored up and start ha- ha- making make make Mason shoot a glass off his head? Come on, something's gonna happen here, right? Right? Not a goddamn thing's gonna no. happen here.
1: No. What happens is he learns gun safety. <laughs> he learns how to shoot. Uh, the sister, at any point, you think she's going to become a crack addict whore, uh, go into porn? None of that ever happens.
0: Even there's even one part where it's like, okay, okay, Dad's gonna come out gay.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I, I really, I was like, okay, all right, one. that's cool. His father, you know, he's finding himself. That's why the marriage didn't last. And then it's like, no, they're just buds in a band.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that was my first thing. Oh, it was like an awkward conversation. So what? How do you guys know each other? Well, we're kind of close friends, you know. No, that would be too interesting. Yeah. That would because exactly doesn't he
1: say something along the lines like, "I'm not your pony" or something like that? And I'm like, okay, he's gay. I got it. That's that's fine. It's fine. I'm sure I the mean, kids will be fine with it.
0: Like when he walks into the house where, he, where his, his, <coughs> his roommate is like on the couch and places a mess, he ends up moving an ashtray because it's got like some drug paraphernalia on it. It's like, oh, you can't do this to me, blah blah blah. It's like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna start some conversations or down the line. There's gonna, no, that leads nowhere.
1: Nowhere. As a matter of fact, not only does it go nowhere, uh, the the, do- the daughter uh, ends up in a room by herself. The men are kind of hanging out on the couch, full sleep. That's it. Nothing.
0: Here, just here's just the a fun we're... old
1: weekend with Dad.
0: Yeah. The reason we're watching a two-hour and 46-minute film is, one, so we can watch everybody get a year older every 12 or 20 minutes. And two, yep. so ev- during those uh, sequences, we can make sure we inject something that tells us what year it is by pop culture references. Let's have the little girl sing the latest pop song. Well, I forget which one it was, but it was still annoying.
1: Or oh, Oh, was the Britney Spears song, wasn't it?
0: Spears song, yeah. Or or let's stop everything else so we can watch Young Mason get online to get the new Harry Potter book. Why? Because it's happening this year, and it won't be happening five years from now. It's topical before we we even you know print the film, and you will be on the edge of your seat waiting for the next hairstyle change.
1: (laughs) And that happens. Absolutely happens. Holy they, shit! They fun, they're playing video games or playing a fucking Wii. It's like, okay, it's 2006. I get it.
0: Joey, Joey, what, 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 what thrilled you more? Mason's shaved head or mom's bangs? <laughs> really? Which one did you? Which one made you go? Which one did you get the larger reaction? It Was like, oh shit! <laughs> bangs. For me, it was the bangs. The shaved There's, head is nothing. Might, the bang, I was like, what the might fuck? have been the
1: bangs. Yeah. yeah I mean, I you know, the hair the, hair, the hair grows back. You know, he's shaved head; hair grows back.
0: Yeah, bangs don't go away. They're there. You can't fix that. that no, and they, you have no, to wait. no. 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 Yeah. No. Of course not. Are you, you kidding? No, that's gone. And every time I watch, see Patricia Arquette, all I can think of is the chick that they killed on Star Trek: The Next Generation's.
1: <laughs> and in oh. a bad
0: way, not in a good way, but in, but in a, like, yeah, that's why they killed her off early in the c- series, that kind of way. Like, when are they going to kill Mom? That's all I... <laughs> there's that one point, too. Mom's got to die. <laughs> Mom has to... Not just because I hate her as a person, but because... And there's... I hate everybody in this fucking film because they're so boring. Uh, oh, it's so real. It's so real. I mean, they talk the way real people talk. Yeah, they talk the real, way real people talk. So you know what that means? I'm stuck at this fucking table at a bowling alley listening to this guy rant to his kids about how he hates Bush and giving them life lessons. You know what? I've sat next to that table. I laugh at that table, and it's not a, that's not, I, it, it's no, no. I don't need to be at that fucking table where I can't turn away and go, alright, by the way, let me talk to the people that actually interested me in my life. No, I'm stuck with these fucking idiots.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, everything that happens in the film, it's like, if you really wanted that real-life interaction, you could just talk with people you don't like. I sit on my uh, porch and
0: watch my neighbor do stupid fucking things.
1: Right, yeah, you should film you should have filmed that when you moved in. You'd have an Academy Award nominated film right now.
0: I could I could have had a 4-hour movie. I could have yeah, I could have had like a 3-hour movie right now of just my idiot neighbor yelling at people for parking in the shoveled snow spot every year. Yeah. Or, or his kid hanging out near the young children in the playground way too closely. That I I could have given you that, but I wouldn't. You know why? Cuz it's fucking sad and boring.
1: You know what I find hilarious? I find just the scenario of there's another filmmaker out there that's doing the exact same thing and Linklater beat him to it and his movie is infinitely better but we're never going to see it because Linklater's came out first.
0: Uh, I've been
1: filming my movie over 12 years too. I, I,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm going to bring it up on, on my website in front of me but I don't know if I'll read any of it because it angers me too much. These, these Rotten Tomato Reviews. It's fucking insane. It's like, oh, it's like it's a it's a it shows about the compression of time and lapse. It's like a time lapse study. No, it's people growing older on camera. We have fucking seen this before. I watched you. It's called Haley Joel Osmond. You've seen we've seen children grow up on film before, not in the same movie sometimes. Right. But you know what? what it, it's what, how is this a new fucking thing? Because it's all in one movie. But you know what's missing now? Now, link ladder. Let's talk about link ladder.
1: Later. I think it's link later.
0: Later, anyway. I, Link yeah. fuckhead, Link asshole. Okay. Let's talk about Link. Uh, Link later. Link, how about Link lackluster? Let's do that. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, go back to the beginning. The reason he's on the map, he came out during the, the like the '90s uh, independent film craze, where everybody had video cameras were and, and like low budget cam- low budget filmmaking was was uh, it was like the next phase after like the '70s. Like the right. 80s didn't really. Ha- 80s was all direct-to-video uh, shit. Then the 90s hit, and you started getting this kind of art-house, independent film stuff again. And he came out with Slacker. That's right. Now, I want to compare Slacker to Boyhood in one way. In both films, there's no real plot. And and anybody wants to tell me that there is a plot in boy, Boyhood can go fuck themselves. Because I watched the whole thing. There's no plot. There's Zero. a. Per- there's a progression of characters, but the only, the only plot is watching people live sections of their day-to-day life over a 12-year period. That's not a fucking plot. Um, it's not even
1: a movie in, in most eyes.
0: I, it's, well, not, no, in most eyes, it's fucking genius. In most eyes, it's Citizen Kane.
1: It's realistically why it'll probably win Best Picture too. Now,
0: now Slacker's not Ladder's first film, but it's the first major film that really got him attention as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Now, Slacker, again, no plot, but Slacker had something that this film didn't have where things that happened in the film were interesting. That is and true, da- too. And, and in a lot of cases, downright bizarre. It was eclectic, and it was like, like a bunch of vignette, vignettes. Vignettes. A bunch of short pieces. Right. And, uh, now I never, I, honestly, I've never sat through Days of Confused all the way. I didn't really care for it. Um... I think, I think most of the shit he did after uh, Slacker was just, okay, now people are going to pay me to make movies, I'll make movies. And I don't think anything was really that inspired. You, I know, have a problem with his uh, Waking Life yes. and, and Scanner Darkly because of the, a- the animation process, which really...
1: Well, the animation in Waking Life I just found more or less to be annoying. A gimmick. Okay, it's okay. very gimmicky. Yeah. The animation in Scanner Darkly could have been... Could have been... I don't want to say revolutionary, because it's not. Because it's just rotoscope. But it could have been something if Charles Schwab wasn't using the exact same fucking animation for their commercials for a whole year, yeah. before the fucking movie came out. Yeah, that's so true. by the time the movie came out, it was less interesting than it could have ever been before.
0: I And I think Skinner, Skinner Darkly got less... Um... Attention for using the same thing that it did in, uh, in um, Waking, Waking Life. Life. But yeah. unlike Waking Life, I feel that in A Scanner Darkly, it actually works as a, positively as a device for a film that's about identity and drug abuse. Uh, I thought it actually worked for that film, where it wasn't actually it was less of a, it was less gimmicky than it was for Waking Life. I thought so. Right. It's, it's ironic.
1: Now, uh, I mean, I've seen the film. I, I thought the film was actually okay, uh, Scanner Darkly. And the, it just annoys me that, I don't know, maybe the film just took too long to make. Charles Schwab jumped on the bandwagon, probably used the same animators that did *A Skinner Darkly. I never looked it up. But it just it just felt very gimmicky at the time.
0: And I'm a little biased because I read the book before. I'm a Philip K. Dick fan. Outside, sure. outside of fucking uh, Blade Runner bullshit. And so, you know, I'm a little biased in that case. Two, two things that... Uh, now three... Originally, there were two things I could never forgive Link Linklater for. Okay. Uh, and that would be School of Rock. <laughs> and remaking I, the fucking. I Bad still like I still
1: like School of Rock.
0: Fuck Black Jack Black and fuck anything that actually gave him momentum in his career, and <laughs> and he remade the Bad News Bears. Oh God, he did. Yes, that that was him. He didn't he didn't write it, but he 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 directed it. Now. As far as remakes goes, it wasn't that bad, but still, I don't care if it was like still like it wasn't a bad film. Still didn't have to be done. Fuck you. God damn it. Now, I, it, everybody praising this film. Oh, it's just like a slice of well, it's not a slice of life. It's a fucking huge heaping helping of life for three hours. But everything's so real. Everything's so, it, it's it's yeah. You know what? Oh, gee. Wait a minute. You mean? Single mothers have it hard. Wow! Thanks for Hmm. opening my. You want to see a film about single mothers that's actually a film and also feels realistic? Just go back to the fucking eighties and watch Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Scorsese. Yeah. There, right, right there, there. And he didn't have to do it in real fucking time. And he didn't have the gimmicky shit. And he still got the full of that. Slightly different story, of course, but. There are films out there about this kind of subject matter that are more engaging, more interesting, and have more going for them because there's an actual fucking screenplay. He didn't mm. write a screenplay. He wrote a couple of scenes every 12 years around cultural phenomenons, and then it's like, yeah, but you know, this year, you know, the dad will take them out to the, the butterfly park and you know, you know, thrill as the children identify butterflies. But, but Scott, Scott, you're being so heartless. This is a touching moment with the father and the children getting together. That's wonderful. That's all this film, f- fucking film is. Is just moments in this life. And nothing is connected beyond anything except <laughs> this, this increasingly... And I'm sorry, am I the only person that thinks that, that both the children... Um, am, am I a bad person if I say that, that his, the sister in the film gets kind of ugly as she gets older? Uh, she
1: gets very um, porn starry now, yeah, like like I, not a, like like the really like good like like the ones that can't get work so I, she she ends up by like on some some dude's couch and like some fake now, uh, video casting I, porn. yeah
0: i feel i feel bad for saying it because it sounds sexist but I watch think what the, i
1: said was worse <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh I, no i think ugly was worse I, I, i'm being hard on myself but if you watch the film the film sexist because he takes these two young kids, right? Right. He, has, he doesn't know what they're going to look like in 12 years. Nope. So the daughter gets a little awkward. She does now. When I say that, I mean as far as like not as far as real life. I mean, it's it a real person. There's nothing wrong with her. In a film setting, she is. Um, by the way, I've seen a lot of uh, reviews where they comment on uh, Patricia Arquette gaining weight over the years. Yeah. And like that's a bit Oh, she she got heavy. Yeah, it's called fucking S- aging, asshole. So what?
1: And it is over 12 years. Right. Fuck if that me. if that's what you have a problem with, you should really stand back and take a closer look at the film.
0: Right. But but look at this. S- Stop so, it. Look at this. So we have the Idiots. sister and and the, and the and the and the the sister and the brother who right. as they grow up just aren't they don't they're not pretty boys. You know, they they're, they're normal people. They have flaws. They're not pretty. Uh, they're just, you know, actual, atropi- I'm sure, there, yeah, I'm sure there's like, uh, they're not ugly. I'm just saying that they don't look like Brad Pitt or, you know, what have you. So you see these children actually growing up, you know, and the stepchildren, too, for a few years, where they're growing into real people and you can't really control that. Then, as Mason leaves the household, every other girl he bumps into and and, and ends up getting even kind of relationship with or talking to are fucking picked right out of the casting. Book. Oh yeah, fuckin
1: because they moms. could. Yeah, who who are we gonna get this year?
0: Right. So every, it was easy. That yeah. was easy. So so real life stops at Mason's door because everybody else out there is like, okay, now we need someone really attractive, because everybody because you know him and his, his sister. Eh. So let's get the really <laughs> hot girls because there's all these hot girls that are gonna end up being you know attracted, interested in this uh, this muttering, awkward, uh, brooding, socially inept fuck. <laughs> that I'm supposed to be interested in?
1: No, not in the
0: least. And, and there's nothing I love more than spending two and a half hours watching this kid trip through life and his sister ignoring every. Maybe it's because I'm 41 years old and I've dealt with kids growing up in the past mm. years through relationships, right? Or relationship where the watching these kids grow up and in every every other scene just ignoring all the the helpful. Positive, real advice given to them by adults. It's like you know, fuck this kid. I, 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 what you know? I, that you know? All right, now, now, now he gets molested by the gym coach, right?
1: Yeah. Even his his manager at like the local uh, fast the, food joint.
0: What the fuck was that? Was
1: creepy and nothing happened. He comes to his graduation at the end of the movie uh, wearing a. A pink shirt, which I think is stupid in itself.
0: Yeah, and well, he
1: gives him a, a a bond. You know, he's like, oh, "It's better than cash." And yeah. then he's yeah, obviously he's very, you know, he's effeminate. very uh, effeminate. Yes,
0: yeah, so, he's yeah. like, oh, he's
1: like, oh, that's your mom. It's like, don't don't try and sell that this guy's interested in his mom because he's totally interested in him.
0: And again, yeah, this film. Oh, it's so lifelike. Yeah, it's so lifelike that they purposely make the, the manager of this fast food restaurant, somebody so inferior to Mason, shorter, effeminate, uh, awkward, saying stupid things, trying to, you know, trying to, you know, oh, I, you know, I, I think I could promote you to fry cooking, there's a lot more responsibility, but more money too. And make sure it's ludicrous stuff that we can obviously mock because these jobs are fucking mockery. Yeah, because, because, because you, because that's, that's, everyone managing fast food restaurants are losers, right? fuck you really yeah this is a slice of middle-class america this movie's a fucking insult and a joke on every fucking level uh i mean we and again you talk about like the like moment where you're just waiting for something to happen there's a scene where he's with his uh photography teacher who again in the real world the teacher doesn't take this the 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 talented kid who's slacking off the side and give him a life lesson on this is how you need to be better and stuff no that teacher has more things to worry about in his fucking life than one asshole kid that won't do his his lessons. You know what he does? He moves on to the kids that are actually doing the work. He doesn't give a fuck about the slacker kid. So that doesn't happen really fucking either. But then he tells the kid, you don't like football, right? Yeah, well, guess what? You're going to go take 300 uh, shots at the football game. I want you to do photography there. And I'm like, all right, great. He goes to the football game. He's getting taking photos, but he's bored. He doesn't want to do it. He starts taking pictures off the side. And the and like. next thing you know, we're in a r- remake of Blowout. <laughs> you know, yeah, or blow up. Either it's one. It's like
1: thinking, okay, he's gonna take pictures with some cheerleaders. He's gonna get some racy shots, maybe some upskirts. Nothing.
0: Yeah, or even better, like the the developing room says, "Hey, that girl. What's who's who's in the background? That girl leaving with that guy. She's been missing a week. Did you know that? What? <laughs> get the mystery van. Yeah, anything. No. Instead, everybody that we put in in these people's in, in, like, oh, like we have to, everybody else they meet is so. Such a caricature, as in unrealistic. Like when they're like the one time where they're going door to door asking if they could put Obama signs out, and he knocks on the door and the guy's like, "Hey, what do I look like? Someone that vote for Obama? You know, you're trespassing. I could shoot you." Yeah, you know what? I'm 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 a liberal or I'm left wing. I'm offended by that characterization. Really? (laughs) Really? Do I
1: look like I'd vote for Barack Hussein Obama? He had Ah. to throw the Hussein in there. Because yeah. in the beginning, when Obama, he was it's like, Saddam Hussein? Barack Hussein? Is there a di-? It's like, shut up. Please shut up. Stop talking. Stop oh. making your mouth go up and down. I want to stop. I want you to stop doing that.
0: You know, and you know, they, they filmed that that year. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll do this now. And, like, if he loses, that'll be great. Uh, for all we know, they filmed that part after he, he won anyway. But just, just throwing it in there. It's like he's, we're going to remain topical through the whole thing, and we'll change it every year to fit what happened. That's not writing a screenplay. That's just adjusting your trends for the newest pop culture setting or political scene. Fuck this entire film. And then, of course, we have, then, of course, the third husband, the the third husband that she drives to either alcohol or Alaska has to be, uh, you know, yeah, well, I was in the National Guard, and I said, if anything ever happened, any major attack to this country, I'd, uh, you know I'd i go i I'd go in the morning then september 11th it happened september 12th i was joy. I was like fuck you really <laughs> i said ben if i had to sit through american sniper for the show now i got I got to have this shit shovel at me too
1: now he was in her class right i don't know i think he was in her class and he came to her thanksgiving dinner she she had it open to students oh yeah that's, and that's why he was there so like she was fucking around with the professor she fucked one of her students too
0: Horrible. Just bad decisions
1: the whole way through.
0: Horrible mother! I, I love how near, at the end, like her big like like ah her her big like this is my moment to shine is oh yeah the, the kids are going to college I'm moving back in ma with mom. <laughs> Dream big, you know what what the fuck happened to your life? I know what happened to your life. Every decision you ever made. Actually, the after watching the whole film, if you go back to that first fit ten minutes where she has the boyfriend that gets upset because she like she uh she didn't call him and tell them all right she had oh yeah they
1: were supposed to go out and she didn't call him and some- he comes over at like whatever seven or eight so like, i can't get a sitter now and it's he's and clock. he's pissed so, off
0: yeah, yeah so, so as he should be right they, they've got us they've got something set he comes at the time they've they've designated to pick her up and she says oh i can't get a sitter and he says reasonably why didn't you tell me before says well we can't get a sitter now says that's not what i asked and then later, he, so he goes out and comes back later, and they're fighting. And he's like, It's not my, your, your mistakes aren't my responsibility. She says, You know, you just called my children mistakes. It's like, Well, you know what? They, they are because <laughs> look where you fucking ended up. I mean, uh, you know, not that, uh, silver lining and all, but, and then, and then she goes on to prove she makes mistakes by, again, every person she gets involved with. That's right. And then then she she just, and then just no real control over her children whatsoever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what's interesting is when she meets, uh, she takes, what she ends up doing is she moves to Houston so she can go back to school. She can live with her mother. And she can go back to school and try and provide for her family. And what ends up happening is she ends up falling for the professor and marrying him who turns out to be an alcoholic. (laughs) So I would imagine during that whole time she's probably... Obviously she's not in his class anymore because he can get in trouble for sleeping with a student. I'm assuming, because you don't really see her in any classes from that point until she gets divorced again, Um, I'm assuming the entire time that they're married, which seems like it's like just a progression of age, might be at least two or three years.
0: A couple of years at least.
1: At least. She's not back in school that whole time. She has to pursue it after she gets divorced. So she basically, when, when that happens, uh, she has to not start over, but she has to pick up where she left off. Right. Then she ends up making it. She gets her, her degree, her master's, and all that. You know, one of her students comes to her Thanksgiving dinner, and then there you go. Now, the, only th- the, the one thing that bugged me, too, is she's supposed to be perceived as someone like... At one point in her uh, late 20s, early 30s, then late 30s, early 40s. When she's in it, supposed to be her late 20s, early 30s, I don't buy it at all. She doesn't look like she is. So when she meets her third husband, which is the National Guard guy, he looks like a baby. He looks like he's in his 20s, and she looks like she's in her late 30s, early 40s. When... In the film itself it's really supposed to be she's supposed to be more close to his age Uh, there might be you know seven or eight year difference but that's really all it's supposed to be but it feels the gap feels a lot larger so anyway
0: uh, there's a reason why we don't make movies about real life like like this is because it's not interesting Everybody, yeah. and, and may, maybe this shows how fucked in the head this country is right now, that like no one even realizes that the real world's around them every day, that they watch something like this, and it takes putting it on a fucking screen and calling it art, or, or calling it uh, you know independent cinema, whatever, and, and right. gi- giving it an air of sophistication and knowledge and in the know and, and, and culture reference, and saying, see, this is life. And it's like, oh, wow, that's life. It says, no, no, life is what you're living every fucking day. Oh yeah! and, and
1: now, here, I have a premise, or, or I have a scenario for you. Oh, jeez, yes. Um, this film, obviously, it's nominated for its. I'm the only one that can see that.
0: I forgot that the camera's <laughs> on. That's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> ha! I killed Joey. <laughs> Dear Lord. Anyway,
1: sorry. Okay, here's the premise. The film is nominated for Best Picture. We're going on record as to say the only reason it is because of what it did over 12 years and people are buying into
0: that. Uh, I will also go on record as saying if this year was only a five Oscar nominee year, this film would not be nominated.
1: No, I think it would be.
0: No. Well, who, who? no
1: I, I, think, I think there's too much hype around it. A 98 percentile on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: This film is Avatar. This film is Avatar. There was too much hype around that film. That's why they they knocked it from 5 to 10. To get films like this in here where everyone loved it. It's a huge hit. But, you know, it's not really a fucking Oscar film. This and uh, American Sniper. These these are the two films that they specifically increased Best Picture uh, window for. Is films like this, so they say. See, we're hip, and we're now. We're not just picking films for this and that. We're actually picking popular films too. That's what this is for. This, if this would, if this year was only five Oscar nominations, they would not be able to squeeze this in over Selma, The Theory of Everything, Grand Budapest. This is leaps and bounds above every. Uh, this is every other film is leaps and bounds above this one because all this film is is gimmicky. And oh look, I can do understated like real life but with no real plot or purpose.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. All right. so here's the premise.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no,
1: it's okay. Uh, And and you kind of answered my question. Take this film, okay? Don't do it over 12 years. Do it over, you know, 12 weeks. Like a normal movie is done. 12 or 16 weeks. Okay? 3 to 4 months. Get your actors. You can keep Patricia Arquette and Ethan Hawke and everyone else, but the kids, they gradually get older with different actors, like a normal film would do. Right. Okay? So, and let's say it's flawless. Like, the young kid, uh, you know, the kid that's 12 looks, looks exactly like the kid that's 6. You know what I mean? Just, let's do it that way. Uh, like, it's perfect. This film in my opinion, in absolutely no way gets nominated. No way. No, not in the least. No. The only reason why it's nominated for Best Picture is because people are buying into the gimmick, you know, the flip book of progression that it's been done over 12 years.
0: Right. um...
1: When you watch this film, you get to grow up with, or you get to watch these kids and everyone grow up and grow older. That's the gimmick and that's what everyone keeps latching on to. That's the only reason why it's nominated. And honestly, if it does win, that's the only reason why it's gonna win too. Because I, people feel like they're watching something that they've never
0: seen before. Now, yeah. Entertain all all forms of art, whether it's literature, whether it's painting, sculpture, film, photography, whatever, they they are there's only two main focuses and you can argue with me if you want on this stuff, this is my theory, and I'm sticking to it because I think it makes sense, is either to entertain or to inform. Okay. But they're not exclusive. You can do both, and most good art, art, that's the difference between, like, say, pornography and the news, and then everything in between, well, what's supposed to be the news, everything in between is a combination of entertainment and uh, information. Now, when I say information, you can, you're trying to... Deliver a message of some kind to your audience, whether it's an emotion or a tone, but okay. you're trying to inform something. All good art does both it entertains and on some level, or and informs on some form. Now, you've got lopsided shit like, say, uh, Transform- last Transformers film does it entertain? Fuck yeah, does it inform? On a very rudimentary level, there's a moral involved. They say, "Oh, you know, so if if you know if you're somebody that's not too hip on the scene, you may watch films film and say, oh, yeah, I, I get it. War's bad. Great. There's a message.' Now, American Sniper had a message, and it had a, and it had it was entertaining. If if you're into that kind of stuff, okay. No, All right. No, right. Uh, my argument with with Boyhood is, what is it trying to inform? Now you, again, the obvious things. Oh, it's about adolescence and growing. Yeah, that's great and everything, but
1: you're, you're, Ten other movies you could watch that do the same thing. Watch and, Stand By Me.
0: You'll have a better time. Right, and and to separate a film like this from Transformers, you need to inform beyond the basic message. Great films, true Oscar-worthy films like American Sniper. Is it just about our soldiers and you know and, and fighting the enemy? No. There are other themes in there about sacrifice, emotional sacrifice, about the trauma of, of, of dealing with this kind of thing. There are so, there, I mean, As much as I didn't like the film, there are deeper uh, messages to that film. It's trying to convey the, rea- the, the truth behind the reality. This film does not convey truth behind reality. It just conveys reality. It just conveys, okay, here's a single mother and the father and these two obnoxious stupid kids, and here's them growing up and dealing with life and all the things that happened during life and it, nothing is spectacular and nothing really delves too deeply in any kind of truth behind it the big thing I, that I'm getting that a lot of people are trying to come you know, people have to try to come away with something from this film the big thing is like, oh it's about how short uh, that the tragedy of boyhood is that it ends so the tragedy by the time this film ends, it's a fucking victory Thank God it's fucking ending. I, you know, I, I wanted it to end. I wanted his life snuffed out in the first two hours. That's how fucking. If you had to follow anybody and just doing their mundane shit, there, you thought there's, Grandpa was gonna do it too, but it didn't. Oh, happen. that would have been fucking beautiful. Just put the glass on your head. I've done this. I did this in Nam, and I'll do it again. You now, know? Let me tell you
1: something. When he had his hand on his shoulder, and he's ready to throw the the clay pigeon, uh-huh. and to say pull the angle of the shot was he was going to beat his head in with it that was the angle where he was just going to you know come around and smashed right in the back of the head and you just see his you know body just convulsing and shaking <laughs> that's that that was the angle it's like okay i've seen what, this angle what, before someone
0: gets hurt someone what about, dies what about the scene where dad takes mason on a on a camping trip just the two of them Oh, yeah. As I'm waiting for like They stumble upon, like, the drug dealers. Like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs>
1: or or, or Damn, it turns just... into the fucking Hills Have Eyes. I mean, just something. <laughs> Anything.
0: Uh, we didn't mean to stumble on your marijuana field, sir. We'll just be going. I don't think you're going anywhere, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: squeal like a pig. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's, it's like this big tease every 15 minutes. A Real movies just around the corner. No, it's not. You, you know a perfect... Compare this film to Happiness.
1: Oh, I'd watch Happiness. I'd watch Happiness back to back to back to back all day long.
0: I, I contend a more realistic film than this film. Oh, the, uh, another, another thing that happens in this realistic film is mm. that she has the, the landscapers at her house that one time, and she tells oh, the, yeah. the, the younger one, you should be in school, you're a smart kid. So you go to the community college. Then like an hour later... Or, you know, years later, he, he's the manager of a restaurant. And apparently this restaurant, the managers aren't effeminate and, and awkward because they don't have to be to make Mason look better. And it's like, oh, yeah, I took your advice, and I went to community college, and now I'm the manager of the store, and I'm going for my bachelor's degree. It's like, it's all to you. Thanks. Welcome to Fantasyland, America. Welcome to <laughs> Fantasyland.
1: <laughs> and when he gives her the news, uh, it, I, at least if I was him, I'd be a little, it's like, wow i thought you'd be a little bit more excited about the news I'm handing you. She's just kind of like, oh. "Oh, that's that's great, that's great." Oh, I'm so happy for you.
0: I think she and, was just in shock that she touched a life in a positive way. <laughs> <That> <laughs> never fucking happened. To it her didn't before. fucking
1: drive him to drink. <laughs> so, you know, after that day, yeah. I became a raging alcoholic, killed my family.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, they didn't give the film enough time. Give it a couple more years. <laughs> now if she starts coming back to that restaurant every week give, give it, you know eventually, you know, one, one, one night he'll come out there, you know sure, <laughs> askew, carrying like a right. bottle of wine, to, I'm in charge of this place and y'all gonna eat pasta ah. just uh, tonight's spaghetti night, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah everyone's praising the reality of this fucking movie and just uh, nah, it's terrible I
1: had no idea he did Bad News Bears, uh, <laughs> well, if, um, I, I I haven't watched it. I've avoided it. I love the original so much. I don't think I could.
0: I know. I have to admit, I, I did watch it. It's not bad. Uh, it it's got um, Billy Bob Thornton plays. Uh...
1: Yeah, but doesn't he? He's not even like that bad of a mentor. I mean, like fucking <clears throat> Walter Matthau. He's like drunk drinking and driving he arrives fucking wasted or he's buzzed
0: no it's he, it's, it's giving not,
1: kids beer at, at at the end of the movie it just he's a terrible person
0: it, it's not too far off the
1: the, the
0: really? biggest the biggest right. problem is that it's PG-13
1: well the original was PG but back then that it then, was you know PG was basically an R rated film
0: yeah no <laughs> it, it, it's it's PG-13 and it's doesn't it's not half as bad as the R uh, the PG original was
1: Okay. Uh, all it's, right.
0: It's not bad, but still, fuck him for doing it. Oh, that yeah. Should, it shouldn't have been done. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but uh. I, I just th- thank God we're re- finally reviewing an Oscar film that I can hate because I fucking hate this movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, and Linklater he did a, another series of films that people are really in fucking love with, uh, which is the uh, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight
0: trilogy. I, I, have, I have the third one. And I, I honestly I grabbed it because of um, of what's his name Ethan Hawk Ethan Hawk who apparently is link ladder's uh, uh, big big uh, big big draw he's his boy yeah um, I, I grabbed it because I've, I've been in kind of an Ethan Hawk kick so uh, okay and, and well it, I mean and it, that's
1: the whole reason why he's in boyhood all, yeah. all the way back to 2002 right is because, you know, they collaborated on Before Sunrise, which came out in 1995.
0: And you know what it is? And, every, every, you know. now and, every now and then I feel like I have to watch an adult film, like, like a movie written for adults. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't sure. watch enough of them. And so I remember, <laughs> read, I remember reading the, the, uh, the, the outline or like the, the synopsis of uh, Before Midnight. I was like, yeah, that's a film for adults. I think I need to watch that. I haven't watched it, but I have it.
1: Okay. Okay. I haven't watched any of them, so I guess I should watch Before Sunrise.
0: Uh, uh, well, yeah, apparently you should watch them in order. Um, but I, I, I'm that's, curious. Yeah, that's the point. And, and I'm not shitting on him as a director as a whole, but honestly, what the fuck was this? It's it's an interesting. If, if this wasn't nominated for Best Picture, I wouldn't be so angry. If this didn't have ninety eight percent, if more people were shitting on this as like, eh, what? Yeah, what's the big fucking deal? Then I'd be like, hey, you know what? He tried something. It was an experiment. But the more Adulation, unbridled adulation. This film gets, and some of the reviews are even like they know. Uh, I had like the top, the like one of the one of the first ones in. Um...
1: Yeah, you usually get the most honest reviews from the really early early reviews, and then what ends mean... up happening? No, no, no. Let me finish. What ends up happening is you get a film like this that comes out right, and like right. the first handful of reviews might give it a good review, but say, you know, it's really not that interesting, it's kind of boring, but I get what he was trying to do, so I'm giving it a good review. Then, and maybe a couple of those, you get, oh, this film is brilliant, it's a masterpiece, and it kind of snowballs into more people saying, maybe that guy is right. So they kind of review it. It's People kind of bounce off of each other yeah. and review the same way, it seems. It's getting so much hype that any review that comes out for it now Has usually been. is a good
0: one. Yeah. Well, all all I meant was that, like, one of the top reviews I catch on the top critics illustrates my point where it starts. It's it's a good review, but it's like it starts off. Like, at least the quote was like, "We can quibble with the small stuff in Boyhood. Supporting performances are variable. The sister drops out as a dramatic character because she gets she's getting less pretty. Uh, Yeah, yeah. see, there's there again. The the daughter starts fading in the background because what what can I do with her? She's not that attractive. I mean, and, and again, I'm not knocking her as a person. I'm saying from a hollywood standpoint you can tell they fade her out of the film because she grows up more awkward than the fucking models that mason starts dating on a semi-regular basis yeah
1: even when she uh she forgets to pick up her brother and she's got like purple hair the girl that's in her friend that's in the room with her is 10 times prettier than she is because uh, every, she was picked that week
0: The the rest are like <laughs> Yeah, we're actresses now because they'll hire us because we look like actresses. And she's like, "Yeah, they hired me when I was uh, when I was like Eight. Eight. They have no <laughs> choice. Um, they have to keep me. Yeah, they, I, I'm pretty much grandfather. He is
1: so lucky that neither one of the 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 act, nobody in this film like passed away in the twelve years. Oh, oh uh what? like no. decided to drop out of acting in any way or whatever. I mean, no. it's just pure luck.
0: No, no luck at what, but but, by saying that, what you're implying is that he had some kind of script that if somebody died, he'd be dead. Or like, oh, that's it. It's over. I went through some major rewriting. You cannot convince me that he didn't write this shit like two months before filming every year or periodically. Okay, here's where we are now. Here's what everybody looks like. Let's do this and that. What's happening in the news today? Oh, Harry Potter's coming out. We got to film a scene with this. And just... That's all he's doing. He's every year. He's like taking, you know. All right, we want to got to steer it in this direction, but let's take everything else that's happening and work it into there. If if, if the fucking if Boyhood boy died, that's the only thing that would have killed him. And everybody else was expendable. Well, no, I and think if then, uh,
1: Patricia see, Arquette or Ethan Hawke, if they if if something happened with them, it would have
0: it would have been uh, it, it would have hurt the film. It wouldn't hurt the film. It would have rewritten the script. That's all it is. That's all there is. Maybe if Ethan Hawke died. Maybe the professor dad doesn't become an alcoholic.
1: You know, yeah, maybe Jay. Yeah, that's true. That's if, true.
0: If the, and you know what, if if fucking Mason dies, if there's an accident and that kid wipes out halfway through the film, guess what? The film is called Parenthood now. <laughs> fucking done.
1: You uh, know what's interesting too? The alcohol father, the professor dad. Um, when she divorces him or leaves because he's abusive, uh, verbally and physically. Uh there's a little conversation that they all have where it's like, "Do you think we're gonna see them again?" Or the two, the, the, the two kids, because they they set up this whole premise of where the the kids were actually really close. It right. was like fucking Brady Brunch style. Yeah, you know, it's like no one was really fighting with each other. The two boys were playing video games; they had a great time. The two girls were like best friends. It's like it was perfect, except for the alcoholic, you know, stepfather. So the, the small conversation they had when everything goes to shit is, do you think we're going to see them ever again? And mom, Patricia Arquette, is like, I don't know. I hope so. End scene. You never see them again the rest of the film. Yeah. You'd think at some point down the line they would cross paths again.
0: Oh, and how about, how about the fact that the, the, the actress playing the sister turns out not to be a good actress?
1: Yeah, so, she's terrible.
0: so the rest of the film, he actually has to write where the fact, like, like the the last scene she's in where they're having breakfast, he's like, "I don't want anything. I'm not hungry." So what's wrong? I just really drank way too much like that. Yeah, it's like play hungover. Just you move as little as possible. And then at this party, yeah, she's so awkward she can't think of anything to say. Just keep her from fucking talking. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just, and and again, there's no integrity to a movie if you're constant if you if you're able to move everything around to account for changes in every 12 years it's not a real film it's right. you're, you, he didn't write a screenplay he just coordinated an events every 6 months or every year or what have you I, it, it's bullshit fucking bullshit and and the dialogue yeah it was realistic that does not make brilliant dialogue look at you look at some of your films that had go back to like uh go back to even like uh all About Eve. Oh, Fuck, right, sure. fucking, Fucking brilliant. Do people talk like that? No. You know why? Because people aren't that fucking brilliant. <laughs> real, I, 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 as a writer, as talking with other writers, I, I, you know, dialogue is a hard thing to write. And, I, and one thing I've always said is that you have to strike this boundary because you need the right dialogue that sounds realistic. But you can't write realistic dialogue because real people don't talk... Right, people talk stupid. Sure, they repeat things. And that's the
1: problem with Mamet. I mean, his stuff's pretty brilliant as far as dialogue goes. But you know, people don't talk like oh, that. Oh,
0: that, that's and that's why that's why people love his shit too. It's because oh it, yeah, there's so stuff. I remember like I, and I remember the first time I watched one. I think of, I think House of Games is the first one I ever watched. And I was it like, House of Cards? House of Cards. House, sorry. House yeah. Cards. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that was House of Games.
1: Maybe you're right. I, I no, it's think, house of Games. It's House of Games. Is it House of Games? Okay, you're right. Uh,
0: and and uh, and I remember like. I don't get it. It's, it's so badly written. Why is this popular? Because I didn't understand. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> it, I didn't get it. And years later, I got it. And again, that's not a. It, that's a. That's a stylized example. But uh, yeah, they're talking like real people talk, which means I don't want to fucking hear that. I hear real people, people talk every day. Nah, 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 and you know what? They fucking annoy. <laughs> I want to hear brilliant dialogue. I want to hear deep. Person I want to hear dialogue that sounds real, but was actually written by somebody who's trying to say something, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. Right. So I fuck this movie for yeah, being in the we, Oscars.
1: It can go fuck itself. If
0: if it was up for just Best Picture, I wouldn't be as insulted. But it's screenplay. Uh, that is screenplay. a real kick in the dick. I've seen four out of the five films for best screenplay. The only one I haven't seen yet is Foxcatcher. The other films, this film yeah, is up against and,
1: that, and let me tell you something. Foxcatcher ain't gonna fucking light your fire.
0: <laughs> I, I'm compared to <laughs> I'm, this I'm, I'm telling you now. Compared to this, I'm sure I'll get an erection. Uh, but, compared to this, yeah, you might even yeah. But but you're you're comparing this film's writing. So what by writing, I'm kinda of focusing on story structure and dialogue, which is just, just let's just put those two out there. You're sure. up against Birdman. Which I've just seen recently, and we're not reviewing right now, but it's fucking brilliant. uh, Fox, uh the Grand Budapest Hotel, which right. totally stylized, completely unrealistic dialogue, fucking brilliant. Nightcrawler, yep. just dead on. Great screenplay, very understated, and it's even like the the non-dialogue scenes that are more.
1: Uh, oh yeah, you know, Definitely.
0: just fucking. And um, amongst all this stuff, somebody filmed themselves taking a shit. And it's up for best screenplay. Steaming pile of shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This year, we shave his head.
1: (coughs) Yeah. And we have the stepdad laugh at him.
0: Fuck you, Richard. Try writing a real film. You know what? I'm hoping I go back and I see like the before sunrise, before sunset, before midnight films, and I hope I love them. I'm hoping like, wow, this is great, this is in depth drama about a relationship. And I, I, I'm I'm really hoping I love them because then at least I'll be able to understand why people are so willing to give him the benefit of the doubt with right. this with this completely uninspired and that for me uninspiring. There's nothing inspiring. There is nothing there's nothing just there's nothing there.
1: The only thing that he's ever done that I truly, truly love, and you may disagree, is Days and Confused. Love that fucking I, movie.
0: I'll say the things. I'll say Slacker for me.
1: I like Slacker too, yeah. but Days and Confused is,
0: uh, it, excellent. But even, but even again, really Days Confused is about a bunch of stoners, but there's oh, yeah. a, there's a story there, sure, and there's dialogue there that's actually like, okay, there's here, this happening, that. This this, you know how like we'll watch the trailers and they, they, they put all the best parts of the film in the trailer?
1: That's what this did.
0: That's what this did, and that's how fucking sad this film is. When, life doesn't give you bumpers. That's the that's the most inspiring moment of this entire film. It really life, is. Life doesn't give you bumpers. And you know but what? I'll, there's nothing to build on that. I will tell you. I am saying there's no metaphor to build on top of that. That's it. It stops there. Now we're just going to, you know... Now, now let's go look Butterflies.
1: Yeah, and, and the fucking music throughout the whole film, they do that too to, to try to signify the time period as well. It's like, stop it. Just please stop it with music every 15 minutes to tell me I'm in a different year. I'm so tired of hearing it. Um, it's
0: like traveling through time.
1: Right, there's that. Um, oh, I had a thought process. Uh, I fucking oh, lost it. shit, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, it's okay. Music. No, I don't remember where I was going with it.
0: Fuck. Message. No. Light bumpers. Yeah. Best parts are in the trailer.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, the music they use in the trailer is that your typical indie hipster douche song. It's 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 essentially it's a fucking car insurance commercial. That's the kind of music that they put in all these fucking indie movies these days. You know, all of these artists, they sing that one song that they hope gets picked up by the next fucking Allstate commercial. Holy. It's like, come, stop it.
0: Holy shit. You know what, Joey? I, I always fight against you when you, when against the, the, like, the using of the term hipster, not yeah. labeling things hipster. But this film embodies the hipster douchebag uh, model that you are always talking about. Yeah. I mean, cause this is just the kind of thing where you could I, I could see you can see talking to any of these fucking hipster thing well you just don't understand, man. It's like, <laughs> well, explain it to me. What the fuck's it about? It's not about anything. And so it's about everything. It's like, no no, but really, what what's the message? It's about boyhood, man. Shut the fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and your scruffy little beard and your f- stupid fucking hat. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: Listen, if I want to watch something about nothing, I'll watch fucking Seinfeld. At least I'll enjoy it. Ah, oh. seriously.
0: I mean, Yeah, just
1: I think we should rate this. I think we're done.
0: Yeah, uh dude, I I I want to be cruel on this fuck. Now we can't give it one star, obviously. No,
1: no, 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 no. We can't give it anything uh it's got to be below 5 cuz 5 would mean that it's average. But it is. A- not.
0: Honestly, this this is average. This film is Disgustingly average. I, I'm I don't. Honest. I
1: don't. I don't think it's an average film. I, no, no, I, think, no, I think. I think it's worse than that.
0: No. I th- no. I think it's totally average. I I, 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 I. I. would say five. I have to say five. And here's here's my argument. Five
1: would almost warrant a second viewing. No. I don't. I don't think I ever would.
0: Five, you know what five is, Joey? Five is eh. Five is well. Yeah. You know. It, well, that's how I, how
1: I describe the film. I, I. I told. I told my wife that she wanted to see this movie, and over the last week uh she uh, i said i need to watch boyhood i need to watch the theory of everything this week and she's like i don't feel like watching a movie i just want to watch breaking bad and i said that's probably a good choice
0: (laughs) well i I had the same thing with holly i told her i had to watch the films and i was over to her place and didn't i didn't have the films there like oh we can't watch them so i told her tonight says you know what you are so lucky i did not have boyhood over your house (laughs) <laughs> You're so fucking lucky. I did not have this film for us to watch. so why? So it's like, oh, really that bad? So, oh, wait till you listen to the episode because this film is fucking. Just you would have hated me. Even fast, even if we tried to fast forward through it, you still would have hated me.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it's just, just, just. Uh, but honestly, this film, it, this, this the, and that's the insult. It's, it's not that this film is bad. Uh, it's like Avatar was bad. That was a bad film that got nominated for best picture. This is just a film that's. Eh, it's like oh, yeah. he did something interesting, but he didn't really do anything with it. Um, and you're right. That's the big that's the big insult of the film. He took all the time and effort to f- shoot a film over 12 years and did absolutely fucking nothing with it. It's so uninspiring. I think five stars is the perfect insult for this film because because it's not like eh, you you suck. It's like no, you don't even suck. You just take up space.
1: Yeah, and that's how I described it to to my wife. I said oh, I watched that movie Boyhood. She goes, "Oh, what'd you think of it?" And I just went, "Nah," eh. that was my exact reaction.
0: So I, I, I vote for five stars. Five. Yes.
1: Okay, I can live with five. I can't live with anything more.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, rated five stars. Uh, One hundred thirty-five thousand votes. Ah, uh, nine stars is the highest rating at twenty-five percent. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, 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 fuck these people. It's a fuck lot of everybody. hipster
1: douches out there. A
0: lot of hipster douches. The highest. The highest. Ah. Uh, uh, Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah, this is hipster douchebag shit. Uh, the highest demographic is 8.9 for males under 18. <coughs> how many? How many kids under 18 are watching this three-hour film and going, "Get man, can I give it more than 10?" Uh, low- <laughs> really? What? What kid under the age of 18 in this fucking in this fucking year, this decade, has an attention span? Large enough to watch a two hour and 48 minute film about fucking nothing.
1: When we started this episode, didn't you say it was 8.1 on IMDb?
0: Yeah, it was.
1: It's, 8, it's 8.3 now.
0: I'm sorry. I, well, I might have misspoke or might have gotten okay, more reviews. Fine, no, it could fine. be both. Um,
1: 136,000.
0: I would love to meet the kid under the age of 18 that's sitting through this fucking film. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Lowest demographic is females aged 45 and older probably because they they don't they they don't, they like the mom as much as we do uh, only 7.9 average and it actually ties with females aged 30 to 44 so as, on a whole since it's, since it's a male centric film that kind of doesn't have any positive female characters in it i mean mom's technically a positive female character but rishi really just doesn't have her shit together uh, obviously more men are liking this film and apparently more boys uh, well, of course, what, what underage uh, adolescent, how, what, uh, you know, as opposed to the overage adolescents, what adolescent male is watching this film where this awkward, goofy, uh, introverted idiot uh, keeps landing hot chicks every time he bumps into them in the film? Yeah, right. Right? And that's a good lead-in for our next movie review, The Theory of Everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which,
0: which is more realistic than this film, <laughs> because it actually happened. That's right. Um, so, do you want to end this episode, and we'll start up the next episode? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, boy, uh, uh, boyhood piece of shit. Uh, just on principle, and I'm predicting not no best picture, and I'm definitely predicting no original screenplay. And if it does, that of course, me predicting that means it's going to win at least one of those. And if it does, I, I will go on a rampage. Oh, I don't blame you. Oh, fucking hell. Our next review will be a little shorter.
1: Yeah, no, oh, I think so. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Alright, so let's go ahead and end the show, then. Yes. That's the wrong theme music. <laughs> I'm all out of fucking whack here.
0: It's, it's been a wacky night. And, um... Uh, this was episode number 150...
1: 161. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then we, we reviewed uh, uh, Boyhood, in case you missed that uh, in the last hour or so.
1: Here, I, I got out the soft, douchey, hipster douche music. There you just, go. Just, just to end the show.
0: And, then, uh, and tune in for episode 152, where, in which we'll be reviewing the... Uh, *the*. One, 162. Sorry, 162, The Theory of Everything... Uh, and if you're catching up on the Oscars be be sure to check out episodes 160 and 159 in which we reviewed American Sniper and the Grand Budapest Hotel
1: that's right and sorry I've been slacking all four episodes will be going up tomorrow oh you motherfucker because uh, because I've been fucking busy but I'm off tomorrow so they'll all go up tomorrow
0: now you could have said that off the show and no one would know that we're behind on putting the episodes up
1: Nah, it'll be fine.
0: Okay.
1: They'll all be backdated. All right. No one will know. Until you tell. Now, now, now That's they my do. point. That's now they do
0: know.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Anyway. Uh, all right. So you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download all the shows there. Uh, you can listen to the show live uh, through live stream. But I have a feeling that I'm going to be going to Ustream next week. Right. I, I have I have that feeling. I wonder why. I wonder why. Uh, because, oddly enough, not only has my computer not uh, been pushing at like 60% to 90% CPU use the entire time we've been recording, uh, it's been around somewhere around 3%. Uh, Livestream totally fucks my computer in the ass. So, we are absolutely going to uh, U-stream, We're going to try it out at least one time next week. See what happens. Uh, But anyway, you go to iTunes as well. You can download the shows there while you're there. Make sure you go ahead and leave us a review. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You want to leave us email? The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can also do a search for us. Uh, online, uh, just make sure you put uh, movie sucktastic in your search. and most importantly you can download our Android app for your phone or tablet and it's totally free. You can do everything I just said through the app. You should definitely check that one out. And that'll do it. You got any parting words of wisdom?
0: Life doesn't give you
1: bumpers, man. You don't need bumpers. Life doesn't give you bumpers. Yeah, but I bowl better.
0: You know, it'd be great if this film turned into the Purge three <laughs> at some point. There are so many other good films that this could have turned into.
1: So what about just uh, what was the one film that he did? Sinister. Har- Sinister. Yeah. Sinister two. <laughs> the opening of that film. Oh. It's, that's it's, the pr- that that's how this film ends. The opening this, of the first film. This film,
0: film should have ended with with Mason killing them all and then filming it and then like walking into the screen. <laughs> Oh, did I just give away that ending?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Thanks, you cop. <laughs> on that note, you see it coming. We'll, Come on. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. What a dick. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Damn it.